Today on GED Bytes, I am going to step aside and let someone else do the talking for a change. That someone is Diane Johnson. She is the testing coordinator at a GED testing site here in Colorado. She is really knowledgeable. She was really gracious and kind with her time. Um, if you would like to see what this testing center looks like, you can watch the YouTube video that I made from the footage. But if you're just interested in hearing today what to expect when you go to take a GED test at a testing site, well, take it away, Diane Johnson. My name is Diane Johnson. I run the APS Testing Center. My testing center is housed here at Pickens Technical College in Aurora, Colorado. And to toot my own horn a little bit, we have had 2,500 students earn their equivalency diploma at this center. We're gonna take you on a little tour of the world of GED testing. I wanted to give you a, a little preview of what my testing center is like. Here at my testing center, I have 14 computers in this room where I'm being recorded. And those 14 computers will turn over testers all day long. As soon as you're done, it's likely that someone will sit at your computer and take another test. So testers are coming and going all day. So you will be one of many testers here on a day. Some of them will also be GED testing, but you could also be sitting close to someone who's doing an insurance exam, an IT exam, a construction exam. 14 testers is all that can ever be in here. And I'd say 70, 65 to 70% of the time the room is full. So the first thing you all have likely already or will have is a GED account. And as you're registering, one thing I really want to stress with all testers is the name on your ID needs to exactly match the name that you register with on GED.com. You will make appointments for the four tests. The four tests are science, social studies, language arts, and math. The shortest test is social studies. That one will be an hour and 15 minutes. Science is an hour and a half. Math will be two hours and language arts will be two and a half hours. Those are each timed independently, offered separately, and most testers feel the greatest success when they take them just one or two at a time so that they're not trying to bite off more than they can chew as far as sitting and testing for a long period of time. The tests are scored via the computer and then your score report is sent back to you. So you'll never learn from me at the testing center or from any testing center how you did on any of your exams. Your ID needs to be your Colorado State ID, Colorado State Driver's License, Learner's Permit, Passport, U.S. Passport or other countries, a consular card, but you have to physically have your ID with you. As far as the testing room itself, everything you bring with you to the testing center will be left in your locker, which will be locked up by you. You'll have the key out in my registration area. Or if it's a big backpack, backpack? If it's a big backpack, it will be in my office, uh, secured with my office door. And 
the only thing you can come into the testing room with is your clothes on and the testing supplies I give you. You cannot have anything on your head, nothing in your pockets, nothing on your wrists. I would have to take off one, two, three, four, five, six things off of my wrists to become able to be allowed in the testing room. The only opportunity that people have to have something on their head is if it is for religious purposes. A Bronco's hat is not for religious purposes. Your head has to be available to the cameras at all times. No hats, no hoods, no beanies, nothing jangling in your pockets, no keys, no wallet, and most importantly, no cell phones. Your cell phones are either on silent or vibrate out in your locker. Any of those violations is a violation of testing policy and your test will be invalidated. For the social studies and for all tests, you will actually be given a whiteboard and a dry erase marker. These are the only things you can bring in the room other than a calculator. And I will have those as well. But these, this will be your scratch pad and your pen. You will not bring any paper paper with you, so don't even bother to bring it. Another thing you will get for the social studies test is the calculator. I have these at my center. There is also an online version on your account once we actually launch your test in the testing room. So if you prefer to do your work on the computer, you may, but I also keep the physical calculator and reference page so that you actually can Put in the numbers yourself. The front of it is a reference on how to use this calculator correctly. The back of this sheet <clears throat> explains the formulas you'll need for all the various math related things. The next test length is science. You will have the same tools. You will get the same notebook. You will get another marker. You will get the reference page and you will get the calculator. All of the other formulas and equations you will need will actually be given in the problem. The next test, some people's favorite, some people's least favorite, is the math. The math is two hours. The two-hour test consists of two parts. The first part of the test is usually somewhere between five to nine questions. And it is without the calculator. You have to do all your work from your brain and onto this paper. You cannot look at the calculator. You cannot grab the calculator. You cannot refer to the calculator. You will not yet have your calculator at your seat. When you are starting part two, that section will be somewhere between 35 and 40 questions and will be using most of the equations that are given here on the back page of the reference sheet. You're welcome, if you have this exact calculator, you're welcome to bring them. But I always have this at the testing center if you come to the APS testing center. And then the longest of the four, because it is both a reading assessment and a writing assessment, is the language arts test. A prompt will come up that you have a break and you will take a 10 minute break. So 
suggest you come out for your break and actually get out of the testing room and get a drink, go to the bathroom, shake your head a few times, because at this point you've been on the computer for quite a while reading a lot of information for a couple hours. The other thing I think that you really need to uh, realize as a GED tester, you cannot come out during your test other than that 10 minute break on the language arts test. And if you needed to get your calculator from the lockers that are out in the other room on the math test, you can take a little three minute break. <clears throat> Those are the only times you are allowed to be out of this room. If you happen to leave the room by mistake or by choice, during a test, you have invalidated your test and you will not see a score reported that counts towards your transcript for that test. The most common reason that happens is people forget to go to the restroom, although I'll remind each of you, and they, you know, want, they feel like they want a drink. You are glued to your seat. Pretend like you have your seatbelt fastened and you're here for the test. If there are any technical malfunctions at the center, they are my problem and you do not need to worry about it. Let's say we have a power outage or we have a fire drill. This is a school, it's a technical college. We have fire drills. It is not on you to manage any of those details. It's on me to manage every one of those details. And then it is also on me to make sure I get everyone's test restarted. And with the nice part about the GED test, they pick up right where they left off. If you are on question 12 of 32, when we get your computer restarted, you're still on question 12 of 32. The testing room itself is a very quiet environment. If there is something that is annoying you, I guess would be a nice way to say it. Please don't handle it yourself. Come let me know that this woman is tapping her pen on the table. I can see why that would be annoying, but don't deal with it. Please let me deal with it. Some people have a lot of nervous testing habits. Maybe you have some. Some people like to want to read, read aloud. That's not allowed, different allows, um, in, in this environment. I can tell you it happens very, very rarely. But once you're done, you'll exit the testing room. I'll have you come back to the main reception area, and I'll have you sign out and return your supplies to me. And then you will gather your belongings, and you will be done with testing for that day. Many of you have, may have some learning challenges and may have had accommodations throughout your educational journey. So accommodations is its own whole topic of GED testing, but to apply for accommodations, you actually have to say that you need accommodations on your GED account. Those accommodations could be time and a half, uh, double time, extra breaks built into your testing. Let's say you had uh, time and a half for uh, your test and you're taking the math. The math is a two hour exam. If you had time and a half, you're gonna have a three hour test. Once in a while, it's for a fully private room. So if that's the case for you, 
you would be in this room where there's 14 computers by yourself testing alone. So it's a whole nother um, step in the process. But if you have needed accommodations throughout your education, you should be granted those and you are due those so that we can make sure by law that you have had the opportunity to do your best and be successful. And before I close today, I just want to remind you that everything I just talked about is specific to my testing center. I run only the APS testing center housed here at Pickens. As I like to say, I fell off a bike a lot of times before I figured it out. I've also done many ski hill, not on my skis, but maybe on my rear end. Do your best. That's all anyone is asking of you. You're not going to be penalized for trying. The beautiful part about testing and life is, so if at first you don't succeed, you know what the rest of that saying is, try, try again. So make another appointment, try again, do another practice test. You'll get there. The finish line is in sight. And that's it. Thanks to Diane Johnson for sharing her knowledge and expertise with us today. I hope this gave you a window into what you can expect uh, when you go to test at a GED testing center. Good luck, everyone.